0: ¡Gracias! Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, I hope that whenever and wherever you are right now in this present moment, that you are remembering to breathe. (sighs) Even if your breathing has a slight wheeze to it (coughs) because you have asthma. (laughs) Do your best. Take in as much oxygen and rest and water as possible. Well, you know, go a little bit medium on the water. You don't want to overdo it with the water. But don't forget to stay in the present moment. That's all you have is now. You can plan for the future, but not maybe every little detail. I tell this to my Virgo self as much as I tell it to you plan where you're going you kind of know where you're going but try to stay as much in the present moment as you can focus on your energy expand your energy field keep your awareness expanded and your vibrations raised high and just breathe and stay in the present moment it's very very important So I was talking to my friend from Nova Scotia. We hadn't spoken in about a month, which usually actually maybe even more than that. And usually we we talk every few days. So we just both got so busy. We have the same birthday and we talked on our birthdays and maybe a week or two after that, we talked again and then we just really both got busy, I guess. But today, I was thinking about her, and I said, you know, I really miss you, and you've been on my mind a lot. And she said, me too. I've been thinking about you a lot also. And how have you been? And I'm like, well, you know what? I got sick about four days ago, and I had this weird ear thing where my ear turned bright red like a fire engine. And, and uh, you know, my eye and then my ear. And she's like, oh, my God, the same thing happened to me. Four days ago, she also got sick, and a couple days ago, her ear also turned bright red, and it was also her left ear. Also, two other people in her life, and one of them is, um, we have like a mutual friend, and she also, same thing with the ear turning red, and it's all the left ear. And four days ago, we all started getting sick. Totally weird, right? So now I'm thinking that this can't be a coincidence, and it must be something else. Well, she was shooken awake, and this spirit or whoever is shook her awake did so because her face was starting to swell and turn red, and it was really bad. And she had to get up and take a Benadryl, which is very rare for her. Well, years ago, I was taking a Benadryl every night, sometimes two a night, and I haven't taken one in months and this month I've had to take it twice. And in the last week I had to take it because of the swelling in my eye and in my lungs, the same kind of thing. Like is like a swelling and redness thing and itchy allergy thing out of nowhere, random out of nowhere. And also two nights ago, I'm not even sure. I've been so out of it for two days that I don't know if I told you guys this, but I woke up in the middle of the night and there were two ETs in my room. And one was about maybe four feet tall. One was, or four and a half feet tall. One was about five and a half feet tall. And they were kind of bending over me and they were ethereal like ghosts, but I knew they were there. They're just phasing in and out because that's, um, They're not really, they're in a higher dimension than me. And so they were kind of looking over at me and I I kind of jumped. I'm like, what are you guys doing? (laughs) And then they both reached out at the same time and they both touched my forehead, like my third eye, at the same time with, with one finger each. And I immediately understood they're trying to heal me. And I realized I had a fever. And they brought my fever down and they gave me like, an energetic sedative and I slept for 16 hours after that happened and I was like thank you guys I love you and I fell asleep for 16 hours <laughs> um, totally strange um, the parallels between my friend Cheryl and I it, it's just uncanny the fact that she you know we have the same birthday and weird things happen to us at the same time you know she sent me pictures of some UFOs um, over a farm like just one farm over from where she lives and she sent me his picture she had some still pictures and videos of these UFOs and they're like little blinking lights I could barely see them in the video but in the still picture I'm like wait a minute never mind the blinking light did you see the giant fairy face in the tree and did you see the um, the man who's like wearing like a flannel shirt and black jeans and a hat he's got short hair but he's like a, a native and he's and he's contemplating something in your yard and he's a ghost <laughs> and he's like full of, but he looked like corporeal he didn't look like he was faded out right and she's all, oh yeah I saw the farmer I wasn't as interested in him because there's so many ghosts in my house <laughs> you know coming and going all the time and and she she knows that he's a farmer and, and he was there watching her garden And at the same time, these UFOs were over a farm, like one farm over. She's always sending me interesting videos and and pictures. And it's so interesting. Like, she's the one that sent me a picture of the Palladian light ships by the hundreds going over a city. Oh, and that's the other thing, you guys. Oh, my God. This is so awesome. Um, Daniel Scranton channel, the Arcturians, Today and said that we are very, very close to having, well, the ET races just come in en masse. (laughs) Basically, they're going to have a massive um, self-disclosure in about three to four years when there is a critical mass of people willing to meet them and wanting them here and asking for them and they expected it was going to be a long time from now. And now they're saying it's going to be um, at the maximum three to four years. And also they were saying that they're pretty sure it's possible a lot sooner than three years because so many people have been waking up and starting to ask them, hey, we want you here. Yeah, and I can say this to the universe. Hey, guys, we want you here. We want you here to help us. Pleiadians, please come down and help us. We want you guys here. We we need the help. Please introduce yourself to us as our uh, space brothers and sisters. That's what we want, right? And um, when it looks like more people will be accepting than freaking out is pretty much when all the ET races will start to land. And it's going to be in every city on the planet at once. It's not going to be like a little UFO here and there where the Air Force can react and it's going to be scary. It's, it's not going to be like that. <laughs> we are now in the fifth dimension. So the fifth dimensional beings, um, you know, we're anchored in, okay? Anchored in. We're not going back down. We're not backsliding. This is it. We are 100 on the ascension symptom scale, meaning pretty soon we're not going to have symptoms anymore because we're here. And so the ET races that are uh, in the fifth dimension and have been for a while, a long, long while, like the Pleiadians and the Lyrans, they're going to come. You know, uh, I don't know who else or what other uh, races out there are going to be here. Yeah, I think the Greys are going to be here. Um, there's some, what they call the Greys, um, there's different races that look like that, so I don't know exactly. Like the race, the the people who came and helped me the other night, I don't know what race they're from, to be honest. But they've been taking me at night for a very long time, and I think I've been taken by more than one race, so I don't know. But they're probably going to come. They've been super helpful with me in recent years. They've saved my butt so many times. I think I had an aneurysm once, and they, they uh, took me took me to a hospital, and I, I woke up, and I was on a gurney, and they were like, They were like, we have to do brain surgery immediately. And I woke up and I felt like I had anesthesia. And I was sick for about three weeks after that with the, the aftermath of the anesthesia. It was like so much. And the only reason I know that feeling is I've had surgery before a couple times. And it took me about three weeks to get over it those other two times. So totally crazy. But I feel like they've really saved me a couple times so weird, you know, weird stuff, but I hope that Daniel Scranton, um, you know, he's channeling the Arcturians. I hope the Arcturians are right. I think it's pretty cool. Something else that they mentioned, um, in a transmission, I think a few days ago that really struck me in a way that will probably strike you guys too. Um, a lot of people have sympathy, meaning they can feel that what other people are going through because they've been through something similar. So when someone is experiencing the loss of like, a spouse and they go to a counselor who's also lost a spouse to death, then they have sympathy for them because they feel the same kind of thing that the other person felt. Empathy is when you're directly experiencing what the person's feeling, even though you don't have any reference in your own life for that feeling. You just feel it, right? You just, like, you take it in your body whether you want to or not when you're an empath. And then there's also compassion. Compassion is when you recognize somebody's pain, but that's where, you know, the buck stops there. You don't pull it into your body. And they're saying that it's more important for us to have compassion for people rather than uh, sympathy, right? So, and, and I think that they also mean empathy. So I, I agree with this. I got this message a few months ago that we really ought to give back to people their stuff. We already have our own baggage. We can't carry everyone else's suitcases, emotional suitcases. Uh, I just can't do it. I can't handle it. It's too much, right? And sometimes I still do. Like I went into a crowd the other day and I ended up getting sick for four days. I don't know if it had anything to do with that, but I kind of felt like energetically low after I was in a room full of people, even though they were at this insane and awkward series of musical performances. But I kind of felt like... um Well, it was, I was right after, you know, the Ecuadorian riots and everyone was scared that we were going to go into a civil war. It was pretty, pretty scary. You know, my kid and I were talking about it like, man, this could have been an actual war. It was in every single city. It was so close to being a war and I don't even know what side we would have been on to be honest (laughs) you know because and who would be against who because everyone pretty much agreed with the indigenous people but not with the violent methods that they resorted to in some cases just a few people it wasn't like you know whole tribes of people being violent it was like one or two persons in Quito and one or two persons in Wayaquil you know it wasn't And then the takeover, the newspapers had nothing to do with the indigenous people at all. They were infiltrators. So the whole thing was really crazy. And it was just literally in 24 hours chaos in the entire country. Just boom. (laughs) So we had just gone through that. It had been quote unquote back to normal for about three or four days when we went to that concert, which was super awkward and weird. But um, yeah, people were still holding on. And I felt it, and I know that I just like a sponge, just sucked it, it sucked it into me and into my body. And it was just like, oh God, I had that energy in me, yuck. And I had to channel it out, and I, that might be why I was sick. I don't know. I don't know. But then when my friend says that they were sick, you know, my friend and my, her, our mutual friend, and then this other person, and I'm like, well, and it's kind of weird, there's always the left ear. I don't know what that means. Very, very weird. Had a little visit from Lucifer today, and we had a couple conversations about about demons that, like, possess people, and he was, like, telling me about how a lot of these are, they're actually, uh, like thought form type entities are created by humans and it just gets bad and bad and bad, you know, or like worse and worse and worse. And then someone who's either thinking the negative thoughts consistently sometimes will be possessed by their own negativity and it becomes like an entity. And then other negative entities kind of conglomerate around that person. Or it could be that someone is like an unsuspecting victim and someone sends an entity like this, to attack them and they're not protected so I thought that was a very interesting you know um, viewpoint that's what he told me today well that was interesting I uh, paused the recording for a moment to go take my inhaler because I was having a hard time breathing out of nowhere and as soon as I paused it like freaking clockwork the uh car alarm across the street went off it was so loud I'm like oh my god it was such good timing but I had been experiencing divine timing with numbers that continues today 44 came up a lot 11 and I think 1122 and 1133 and just basically 33 and 44 444 333 same thing like from yesterday happened again today so I don't know um, ever since we hit the fifth dimension it got anchored in I guess <laughs> oh my god, I took my inhaler and I'm still like oh god I don't know if it's do I need a little usually I've been taking like the four hour allergy pills the cat allergy pills <laughs> they don't affect me they're the same as what they give humans but they were literally four cats they were a lot cheaper so totally not affected <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. All right. So, yeah. In uh, Italy, the disclosure news. It we have hardly anything to report. And the minute we got anchored in, they started calling it power instead of Hertz frequency. So why would they say Schumann Resonance Base Frequency is in Hertz, but then now it's just power? Uh, This just confuses me. Why are we changing it? Anyway, at 10 a.m. they say not much to report. The most relevant movement reached an amplitude of power, (laughs) 16, just before 9 a.m. And at 1700, it says very light activity, power, 10, 10. I guess we're just going to stop listening to all scientific reasoning in some cases. Oh, well, I don't know why though. Ah! Oh, Hey, there's Mr. Crow. (laughs) Oops. All right. Let me, yay. Pause that for a while. All right. There we go. Um, someone just sent me a thing about web design they sent it to me the other day and I did not answer and um, they did not take the hint (laughs) so I guess I'm going to have to write them and say I don't need that right now okay um, (coughs) right. at midnight (coughs) California time (coughs) (coughs) <coughs> here we go the coughing again oh my goodness <clears throat> alright midnight California time they started off at 85 hertz frequency and they just stayed at 85 they went up to 86 89 and then back down to 85 by 4 a.m. in Hofuf, Saudi Arabia they start off at 88 hertz frequency at midnight and they went down to 86 by 4 a.m. Lithuania saw values starting off at 108 hertz frequency at midnight and down to 106 hertz frequency by 4 a.m. And Alberta, Canada started off at 123 hertz frequency and they had a little bump like they like at now I guess that was the bump is at midnight then they just went down 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 to 115 hertz frequency by 4 a.m. In Northland, New Zealand, they started off at 71 hertz frequency and they went up to 73 by 4 a.m. It's going to be a fun night if I'm going to be coughing like this all night. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, In Hulului, South Africa, they started off at 149 hertz frequency Oh, and here it is. Went down to 144 (laughs) by 4 (laughs) a.m. Oh, I just love those synchronicities when they occur. (laughs) Uh, Was that my Woody Woodpecker laugh? (laughs) Oh my God. (gasps) That laugh has not come out of me in years. What the hell? I also have a Scooby-Doo laugh. Just wait for it. You'll hear it at some point, probably. (laughs) I was a lonely child. I watched a lot of cartoons. (laughs) All right. My goodness. All right. In A Course in Miracles, we are on lesson 132. And this is what it says. I loose the world from all I thought it was I lose the world from all I thought it was so um, let me see here I want to find a good <laughs> I want to find a good paragraph let's go to the practice periods where you should say twice a day I who remain as God created me would loose the world from all I thought it was for I am real because the world is not and I would know my own reality I loose the world from all I thought it was and choose my own reality instead when you're ever tempted to deny the power of your simple change of mind, that is what you are supposed to say. All right. It's a longer lesson. Let me see. It looks like really interesting. Oh my God. It's huge. Um, let's see. Oh, <laughs> Of course, this would be exactly what I was seeing in in the very beginning of this intro. The present now remains the only time. Here in the present is the world set free. For as you let the past be lifted and release the future from your ancient fears, you find escape and give it to the world. You have enslaved the world with all of your fears, your doubts and miseries, your pain and tears, and all your sorrows press on it. You keep the world a prisoner to your beliefs. Death strikes it everywhere because you hold the bitter thoughts of death within your mind. Interesting. All right. So that is A Course in Miracles. ACIM.org is the website for the Foundation for Inner Peace. They are the authorized publisher of the book, the three books that always come together in a package A Course in Miracles. You can find this at the bookstore, used bookstores have it. Um, Barnes Noble always has it, you know, any, any bookstore. But I think I got it for about $60 used. I think it might be more when it's uh, brand new. Or you can just go get it for free. Just go get an app and you can read it or get it from ACIM.org. Absolutely free. Um <coughs> So... It seems like I was going to talk about something, and now I can't remember what at all. I know I watched a movie yesterday I was going to mention, but now I can't remember even at all what I saw. I was so out of it yesterday. I'm so much better today. I'm still obviously a little bit um, struggling with the breathing issue, which I think if I take an allergy pill, that might cover it. An allergy pill and a water pill might be the things that cover it. I eat really well today. My son and I had tilapia in our steamer, and we did that with vegetables. It was actually really good. In fact, I learned how to make rice in it. So it's almost, it's like a rice steamer. You can make rice with it. I'm like, oh, it's so neat. I was so excited because we had not made rice yet. (laughs) Like, this is so cool. And actually, the fish turned out better than if we had done it in the oven. Chicken, not so good in a steamer, so we're kind of learning how to work with this thing and I love it love it we're excited because um, now we have that extra way to cook in case we run out of gas (laughs) to cook with propane once again so Um, so that was cool oh my son did come home right after I finished the show yesterday he came home he's like oh I'm so tired but I was just with my friends and then he left and you know, or he went to bed and you know, everything's cool. <laughs> but, um, yeah, i had asked his higher self, where are you, where is he? And he told me exactly where he was, and he came home. And that's exactly where he was. So thank God for, see, telecommunication, I mean, telepathic communication, is very helpful for just basic everyday things as well as channeling. And that's what we're going to do tonight. I'm going to channel... Michael Sherhan, are you here? He's already here. He's waiting. Kira's with him too. So they're going to come and talk about the current ascension and what's happening. And it's pretty exciting. I have a feeling we're going to hear from the Arcturians by the end of the week. Also, you know, um, is today Sunday? God, I don't even know. What day. It must be Sunday because we're doing that. Yeah. So tomorrow we're gonna to, we're going to read. Um, Alan Kardec's The Spirits Book is the episode for tomorrow. And I think if Cheryl is starting to feel better, we're going to have a very special spooky Halloweeny style <laughs> conversation about ghosts and spirits coming up in the next week. I'm pretty excited about that. I have been in touch with a couple people, or a couple people contacted me I haven't gotten back to them yet but I will and this couple who wrote a book we still haven't gotten to them but they have been traveling the world they're now back in Canada where they live their son had a a birthday the same day as my son so that was pretty cool and turned the same exact age which was very cool and they want me to read the whole book before I interview them I'm like oh my god I haven't had time to read it But when I was reading it, it's an excellent book. Um, So I can't wait to get back to it, honestly. I have like three or four books I'm reading right now. And I do that. It's just like I'm really good at starting the books and it takes me forever to finish. I started reading The Three Musketeers like 11 years ago. (laughs) And I love D'Artagnan. I love it. I've seen every Three Musketeers-related movie that's ever been made, I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> I think even one cartoon version I, I love that story so much and, and the book is so good but I never um, I never finished reading it it's like what the hell <laughs> alright guys I'm going to take a quick break and when I come back we are going to channel Michael Sherhan of Ashtar Command and the Pleiadian Light Forces he is a commandante commandant commandant I don't know how to say that <laughs> oh that was something weird remember you guys when I said a couple weeks ago on the social media site that it's just a place to go and meet new people it's not a dating site it's just a networking type of site and I usually meet just regular random people that aren't really interested in what I'm interested in it's very rare You know, like one out of like 300 would be interested in metaphysical stuff. Well, this guy and I started talking. I had an incredible feeling about him immediately. So I gave him my WhatsApp number. I never give that out, and I gave it to him. And we've been talking every single day for... It's been three weeks tonight. I'm pretty sure it's been... Or three weeks yesterday, so three weeks and, you know, like 22 days. There's another one, 22. 22 days ago, we started talking. And he is this incredible person. We have all this stuff in common. And today he says to me, you know, it's weird is I think I'm Pleiadian because, or that I lived there before because, you know, before he said, I think I'm Pleiadian and I think I lived there before, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I get a feeling that I did too. and I'm not from there but I think I I spent at least one lifetime there and so today he says you know I I feel close to the Palladian um, energy because one day during meditation this person came to me and I'm going to show you a picture of him and then he sends me two pictures of Michael Sherhan (laughs) artist rendition of course and then he says um, yeah he came to me and he said his name is Commandant Ashtar um, Sheerhan, and I'm like, whoa, because it's, can't you know, commander of Ashtar, you know, uh, or Ashtar command, and his and his name is Sheerhan, and I'm like, yeah, it's Michael, Michael Sheerhan. He comes to me too, same way it happened to me. I was in meditation, and he just shows up, and his face was like right in front of my face, and it was like, whoa hey, how are you? What's your name? And he told me his name and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do my little thing I do with my (laughs) pendulum and my muscle testing, my finger testing that I do. And I kept getting it. I'm like, well, okay, so I'm not like trying to copycat all the other people channeling him. You know, that's what I was thinking. And I told him and he said, no, no, we're trying to reach as many minds that are open as possible to get the message out that we're here and we are friendly and we care about you and you're like brothers and sisters to us. It's what he had said to me. And I don't know the story, what happened to my friend. Maybe we can, maybe I could convince him to do a show with me. But he said um, he'll never forget it because it was so incredible. It was just like out of nowhere. He just came to him. And what's funny is when we first met, and he says, you know, I'm, you know, he he asked me what I do, and I told him, he goes, That's so cool. You know, and, you know, I can't believe you do uh, have a metaphysical show. No one talks about that. I don't have anyone to talk to here. And I'm like, Well, where do you live? You live in the same city I do. (laughs) I'm like, Awesome. We're going to be like the best of friends, you know? And he says, You know, um, I feel like I'm from another planet sometimes. And then I looked his picture and, and I was getting ready to ask, are you Pleiadian when he said, I think I'm from Pleiades and he's got a Pleiadian energy and he's just such a light, bright, beautiful, happy, positive vibe human being. And I'm like, what? That is the coolest thing. Oh yeah. The movie I watched yesterday. Oh my God. I just remembered Manhattan Romance. It is a really strange, offbeat kind of independent movie, and this guy is completely unawake, and he keeps dating New Age people, New Agey people, and he's with this—he's trying to be with this woman who wants an open relationship and everything just hang loose, let it be. And he keeps confronting these hippy, dippy, trippy type of people that are just like hey, it's all good, man. And he's like, that's just BS. You're trying to get in her pants. He's like freaking out. It was hilarious because it's like, I have met people like everyone in that movie. And I'm like, this is too real. It's almost like a documentary instead of like an actual movie. It was almost like a mockumentary, like making fun of Neo-Aji people, but also making more fun of the people who are just absolutely asleep (laughs) and I'm like oh my god you can't make either side really truly see it from the other person's perspective you know you kind of see his point but you also see her point too she's just living life as she is and he's not accepting her because he comes from a completely different paradigm He comes from the 3D paradigm and she's coming from a 5D paradigm. So it's not, I mean, I'm not going to recommend it as the best movie ever or whatever, but it is a really good example of sleeping and awakening awakening people. (laughs) I was like, whoa, this is kind of like a, it's not quite a mainstream thing, but it's a little bit, you know, it's like an independent, but It was just the vibe of it was mainstream in a way, right? You know, I think it was set up so that we would obviously be on his side. He's the the protagonist. He's the one who's just, you know, he's just trying to be a guy and have a girlfriend and get laid, you know. Man, he's just normal. (laughs) But I did not relate to him at all. I was just like, God, this guy is so much asleep you know it's like he took a sleeping pill (laughs) I'm like oh my god he's just drifting through life in a way that can't end well unless he wakes up and you know I don't know so if you want to go see Manhattan Romance it is a good example of the 3D and the 5D world clashing even though that might not have been the theme of the movie it was definitely um, what I got out of it anyway if you guys do watch I want to hear what, you, what your take is on it because it was really interesting um, oh yeah one final thing okay so I had lost my pendulum yesterday and I hadn't seen it for four or five days I hadn't needed it or thought about it and I lost it and I'm like oh I know who took it <laughs> the person who has been taking a lot of things and tying them in knots around my house, our little Duende, who I adore so much. I, I saw him once, you know, I thought I saw his little spirit as he's rummaging through my drawer, my sock drawer. <laughs> and there not there a book or a movie called The Sock Stealers? It's about the fairy that come and they steal the socks. So now i have got to look that up. <laughs> So he was rummaging through my drawer after he tied up one of my necklaces to, like, the lower, like, it's hanging up, and then he put it way down and tied it, and my son wasn't even in here, and I was in here, and then I left the room, and I came back, and it's tied to a different, he knew I was going to wear it, and he tied it up, he didn't want me to wear it, he wanted to keep it. So I don't know what to do with him, but he's adorable, and I love him so much, I know he hears me. But he had taken, right after that instant, I think he, he had taken my um, my pendulum and and it was just, I mean, for days, I'm like tearing apart my room, I'm going through my living room, I'm looking around the kitchen. I'm like, where I know I never would keep it anywhere but in my room. But I couldn't find it. I went through my drawer like four or five times, and it got to a point where I had to pray to Saint Anthony. St. Anthony is a patron saint of finding things. And I grew up Catholic, even though I'm not even Christian anymore. But I just, I couldn't find it. And I'm like, what the hell? And I looked 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 and I couldn't stop looking and I couldn't find it. I asked St. Anthony. And so I went in every room St. Anthony using muscle testing. Is it in this room? Is it in this room? And I finally knew it was in my room. Is it in, you know, in my dresser? And he said, yeah, and I looked, and I still couldn't find it. I looked inside my drawer like three or four times and went to the bathroom, came out of my bathroom, and there it was on the edge of my, on the edge of my um, little dresser, nightstand. Not dresser. I don't have a dresser. The little nightstand, and it was hiding behind my little bottle of Milk of Magnesia, which it was very easy to see it. And I feel like some little one has been obscuring it for me because I think he likes these colors. The other thing, see, because my pendulum is, I have two on a single string, and one of them is turquoise and one of them is a, like a very dark, um like a midnight blue. It's very, very dark, and it has... um little um it looks like stars like little tiny silver flecks in it and it's like a gold stone but it's a blue gold stone I don't know is it a blue stone they don't call it that but and then the other one is turquoise like literally the rock turquoise and the color so anyway I finally found it I went to tell my son and then I realized okay before there was only one knot in the string and now there's two more So now I know for a fact he took it because this this little guy has been tying everything in knots. He tied my um, my headphones in knots two times this week. He tied my tea bag as I was dipping it in into the hot water right before it I dipped it in the hot water. He flipped it around my finger. It just went flying around my finger and it tied itself into a knot. I don't even know how the hell he did it. He's so talented. And, he, and I thought I heard him laugh. And they tied the other thing. I'm just like, what? And and what's funny is they say that they'll do little mischief things like that, but to let you know that they're there. And you But you have to keep them charged by putting them in the moonlight during the full moon. And this is the first time we did that. And he's just like going all over the house creating havoc, but he's liking the little rocks. He likes anything that's natural and you know, like rocks. So I'm going to see, I might go try to find some crystals and put near him. But because he's like in my son's, he's my son's Duende, but he's been really active with me. And it's like, it's so cute. I love him so much. Now I want my own Duende. I hope they get along. If I get one, I'll let you guys know and I'll take a picture of mine and ask if it's okay. And if he or she says yes, I know where to get some. I'm going to go down there this week anyway. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. And um, (laughs) I need need my duende, (laughs) which just means like fairy folk or wee folk. But anyway, so yeah, that was my latest my duende news. I mean, he had another little thing he had done, but I, I told him, look, I need this. I'm like, hey little guy, I need this, you know, you can play with it, but when I need it, I need it. So I need it now. And I finally just like said that out loud, and then and then like an hour later it appeared. <laughs> and then but I had to ask St. Anthony, you gotta bring in the big gun sometimes. St. Anthony knows how to find everything. He's very good at that, and I don't know why, but well, there you have it. Alright, guys, when I come back, I'm going to channel Michael. Sherhan of Pleiadian Light Command, Ashtar. Ashtar Command and the Pleiadian Light Forces, I think is what other people say. And this is what he told me as well. So there you have it. We're going to hear from the Pleiadians right after this. All right, guys, I'm already connected to Michael Sheerhan, who is a commander in the Ashtar Command, <laughs> commandant in the Ashtar Command of the Pleiadian Light Forces. That is a part of the Galactic Federation. Does that sound familiar? I think Gene Ronberry knew something about that because he had a, also a federation of planets, right? So it's very similar to that. It's just basically, well, maybe Michael will explain to us what that is. I've already said ki asha and touch my third eye three times. That will open up your third eye if you want to do that anytime for any reason. If you need to increase your ability to be psychic or to telepath. I am not a direct Channel, which means I am not a vessel. I don't allow anybody to pour their spirit into my body and take over. I don't do that. I, maybe I'm a control freak. I don't know. Call me that if you will, but I'm a Virgo and it just makes me squeamish. I barely want to be in my own body. Why would I want another soul in here with me? It just gets too crowded. <laughs> but I telepath and that is how I communicate with spirits sometimes they are not corporeal they are not in body but this time he is Michael Sheerhan is alive and well and has been living in the fifth dimension where he was born and he has been contacting humanity in a wide variety of ways for quite some time he says, since 2011, he says, maybe even earlier, 2010, possibly. <laughs> he says, I can't even remember. It's like earth years. So for him, it's like not really sensical as much. So very cool. Well, he's here with, with Kira. She says, I'm just for the. I'm here for the ride. I'm not going to speak. All right. I love you, Kara. They come and visit me every now and again. We have really good conversations. So I love these people. They're just like us. They are humanoid, just like us. But you know what's funny, guys? I went to Google to look up a picture of Michael Sheerhan. And I looked under images, and my picture of my face came up before his. How weird is that? Because I've been channeling him for a while. So pictures of my show pictures, when I look on a normal Google search, just look up Michael Sherhan and bada boom bada bang you're going to get about 20 or 30 ways to hear my show, oh my God, I had no idea it was going to be like that I was just looking and so I went to images and my picture from my modeling days came up, oh my God, I couldn't believe it totally weird <laughs> that was so weird okay so his picture did come up halfway down the page but I couldn't get to just the picture so I'm gonna do this with my eyes closed (laughs) if you don't mind Michael he says no not at all it might help the transmission he also told me I'm wearing a crystal and I have at my feet a crystal I'm sitting on my bed cross-legged or half cross-legged you know like a half lotus (laughs) If you do yoga, you know what I mean. Anyway, um, I have this uh, twin flame crystal at my feet. He said it will help to charge the uh, transmission and help me hear him better. So pretty cool. All right, Here, here we go. Michael Sheerhan, am I connected to you? Muscle Testing says yes. You are welcome to speak. Let's begin the transmission. Welcome, Michael Sheerhan of... Pleiadian Ashtar Command. Oh, hello guys. It is so good to be here. Oh, Michael, right when you started to speak, I just felt myself lifting up off the bed a little bit. That was pretty cool. (laughs) He says, yes, we have brilliant energy together. And, well, you guys are more anchored into the fifth dimension now. And what that means is when you do connect with us it's it's going to be a much bigger energy it'll be lighter energy but much stronger it's not a dense or heavy energy at all it's much lighter (sighs) more ethereal (laughs) okay I like it (laughs) thank you Michael so much he says thank you for having me on the show again You know, I always love to visit you and I love to speak with all of you out there in the listening audience because Pleiadians have had a massive role to play in guiding and shaping humanity for thousands of years, for millennia. And we think of you as cousins at the, in the very least and brothers and sisters. At the most, you know, we, we consider you to be, well, a companion race, if you will. We are very much, we feel close to you. We hope someday you can reciprocate the feelings and feel close to us because we care a great deal about what happens to humanity and we understand congratulations are in order for having finally settled down into the delightful fifth dimension and making it your new home we know that many of you are not fluent in the ways of the fifth dimension we hope that In the next coming months, possibly years, that we can be here to lend our guidance and offer our advice and help you to navigate your way through it a little more. For us, as Elena said, we were born into this dimension. For us, this is home. This is where we reside in where we are comfortable. We can sometimes increase our energy and go up to the seventh dimension, but it's hard to hold that light for most Pleiadians. But some of us, the spiritual masters in our world can do that as well. It's hard for us to go into density. And that's why we choose to communicate mostly through our light ships surrounding your planet or through telepathy telepathic means seems to be at least for now the greatest form of communication we don't have cell phones to call you ha! <laughs> he's laughing <laughs> we don't have the communicators from Star Trek so the next best thing is through the means of old-fashioned clairvoyance and telepathy we really cannot stress enough how much we love you how proud of you we are we recognize your work we know that we tend to be very jovial at times and we laugh and joke at times but we truly from a heartfelt place we wanted to congratulate you and we hope that you are able to honor yourselves as we honor you we know how hard this work was for you our world used to be a three dimensional world and the way that we shifted is that as our world went into the 5d we died we perished went to our heaven And we're reincarnated in the fifth dimension. So for you to be alive and well and slowly but surely raising up, up, up until you enter into a new dimension, it's it's unprecedented. We have said this before, but some things need to be said a second and a third time, especially now since before it was a nebulous theory to most of you. And now you have done it. You are anchored into the fifth dimension. You have raised the energy and vibration enough so that you did bring the sleeping ones along with you. No one was sure or certain how that was going to turn out. And yet here you are. Many of the sleeping ones will start to awaken in the next few weeks. Some of them in the next few months, the more stubborn, dense bodied people. They're going to have to awaken and it's going to be hard for them. It's going to be rough because I can't imagine awakening from such a deep, dimensional slumber (laughs) and then stumbling across websites you know, looking up your symptoms as it were and they're not going to be on your web web MD that we hear a lot of you talk about we are (laughs) we're both thrilled and excited for you but at the same time For the new ones coming in that are awakening, we are feeling that this is going to be a challenge. And it's going to be a challenge for those of you who have recently awakened to what's happening and those of you who in the past one or two or three years knew it was happening, but you still feel new to the whole experience. And now you're going to have to be the front runners. (laughs) You're ahead. On the same path, you're in that race together. <laughs> and and we have been jokingly, in our ships, we're calling it the human race. Like running race, you know, like you're running on a road. And some of you are behind and some of you are ahead. <laughs> it doesn't make one of you or some of you winners. It, it, you all are winners. We don't think of it like that. We don't have the competitive spirit or energy the way that humans um in the past have but when we talk about the human race we kind of see you guys in a way running a spiritual race on this path on the path of enlightenment (laughs) and we see we see that there's some people that have strayed off the path and they're sleeping on the side of the road in the grass And when those people awaken, boy, oh, I can't wait to feel that energy and see you guys light up your world and light up the universe. We see your light like there's a higher dimensional light that comes off your planet. And every time people wake a little more every time people are awakening and they come to a a self-realization or a spiritual truth. There's like a greater light, a collective light that grows brighter. It's brighter this week than it was last week. And it's going to be brighter a month from now than it's ever been before. And it's going to keep growing. And this light is going to become a beacon for many ET races off-worlders and they're going to see the light and they're going to be drawn to the light there will be a disclosure Elena mentioned earlier the Arcturians mentioned that there's going to be sort of a self-disclosure where we all come and land (laughs) and we come out of our spaceships and we say Welcome, welcome to the greater universe at large. The spiritual teams will be there to do a sort of spiritual triage of (laughs) those that start to freak out, those that get afraid those that want to turn to their Bible for answers that aren't going to come. (laughs) Maybe if they read Ezekiel, possibly, but this is going to be a little bit of confusion and chaos for some, but we're not going to come until it's going to be a welcome blessing for most of you. You have to be ready. And when you're ready, then we will come. And we will help your world in ways that we can. In ways that maybe you haven't anticipated yet. We ask for nothing in return other than you are our spiritual brothers. You recognize us as spiritual brothers. And in faith we move forward together. We do not wish for any of your material resources or goods we don't need it we have everything we need we create almost everything with our minds we still use some resources but our ships don't really they don't run on anything okay this is Elena asking really you just said that I'm like double checking I'm muscle testing he said no you the ships are not running on anything that, that, that we even have He says it's not going to be a dilithium crystal situation for the warp core drive as he, he heard me say the other day he sneaks into my room sometimes when I'm recording the show and he listens in, I think. He says, yes, I do. He says, guilty as charged. Duh, ha, ha, yeah. You guys are very well versed in humanity and, and in our sayings and phrases. He says what we don't pluck out of your mind, we pluck out of our own because... Like I said, we've been tied to humanity for a long, long time. We have watched your movies and your TV shows. For us, it's like, it's like uh, classrooms watching these things so that we can get to know you better. And we want to be able to use your phrases, sayings, colloquialisms, because we wish for you to be very comfortable with us. In a way, it's our way to relate to you guys. That's cool. I didn't know you guys have. So you hold like classes on your ships. He says, indeed, we do. We, we have classrooms on our ships. That, so you're like watching TV shows and stuff and movies of ours. He says, yeah, why not? It's how we're going to get to know you. We watch them from all over the world. We love Bollywood. Very cool. I do too, actually all the dancing and the singing. Oh, it's incredible. And the costumes. Oh my God. He says, yeah, we love the costumes. They're very different from our uniforms that we normally wear. (laughs) So can you tell me like what, what your favorite show is? He's like, Oh, we don't like to play favorites, but we do. We do like Mork from Ork. We think that was hilarious for its time we've been watching your shows for a long time anything to do with outer space we think it's funny how you guys try to conceptualize some things the cat from outer space the old old stuff um, the pulp fiction from the 50s with the, uh, the black and white movies and okay what about Star Trek though Oh, that Gene Roddenberry's like our brother. We we love we love Star Trek. So you're saying that, right? It's not coming out of my subconscious because I love him too. He's like my brother as well. But <laughs> so so you guys really like Star Trek, huh? Do you like Star Wars? Not as much, mostly because of the war part. Um. We don't like to think about things like that. We know that you still are having some issues in your world and it's going to be resolved, but it's still going to take time. So you just have 50 years. In 50 years, we see there won't be any conflict at all, but it's possible 30 or even less years. It depends on where the sleeping ones are. There's a possibility that still they might have to be moved off world to another like earth it's still very possible just because you have anchored in the fifth dimension does not mean that that cannot happen and now you have to deal with the sleeping ones forever because there might come a time in which they have to leave but the greater majority of you have prayed and sent energy and asked that we can help you've asked your higher guides and your angels and even prime creator to please keep the sleeping ones with us because a lot of you have sleeping individuals in your families and you just don't want to part from them how much compassion and love you guys have and that touches our hearts as well because well we we feel the same way We love all of our people and we don't feel like we could exist if we were made to pick and choose who we like and who we don't like. We don't always 100% see eye to eye on issues with other people in our society, but the love is always there. The respect from one being to another being, the respect is always there. we are one after all we feel that we are one with you we are one with the Lyrans we are one with all of the races from all of the galaxies and all the universes even the ones that are very 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 sleepy (laughs) the ones that are very much unawakened but we still love everybody And we strive every day to actively love and send beams of our radiant love. So, we hope that you feel this from us. All right, so is there anything specific you want to talk about besides all that, Michael? Besides the fact that we did it and we're here? Yes, as a matter of fact. okay go ahead when we come to earth and we're able to see you and you see us physically we will bring gifts that will help you in ways you cannot begin to imagine not just meditation ideas or chants, which we will share Freely, we will share with you everything spiritually. But we will bring higher vibrational technology. And we're going to help you and try to set up a conglomerate of like meditative minds to start to heal your world. You've heard the phrase safety in numbers. Well, we believe in power in numbers. So we are going to take our numbers and join forces with yours. And together we are going to teach you the chants, the prayers, the energy, light frequency, energies. And we have light. Are you seeing light rays? light rays or light ray energy devices that will achieve and activate a much higher vibration and it will allow pollution in your ocean pollution in your air to dissipate rapidly what about our environmental like our climate changes like our forests are on fire and places are getting too cold and hurricanes and storms are getting out of control we see that as a result of your emotions and I think we've talked about this before so we're going to teach you how to quell your more passionate emotions if you will is there anything that you can tell us right now that would help us begin that because we're very worried about all the fires and the storms that have gotten out of control so is there a way that you can teach us something yes right now yes okay there is a meditation that we um can teach you and it's something that we do as well in our world you imagine yourself in a blue green chamber And you can pick your favorite color, blue, or your favorite color, green, or a mixture of the two. And you can imagine it is made of light, or it is made of rock, like marble, or even a hologram, like a higher vibratory electric blue, or electric green, or a mix of the two, even a light pale turquoise. This is your decision and your choice as to what you feel. But you're sitting in a chamber made of this energy. Okay, and then what? You take several breaths until you breathe that energy in. And imagine that it's dissipating all the negativity inside of your body. Inside of your emotional, mental, spiritual, physical bodies. And you keep breathing in this blue green energy this blue green light until you feel it in your every pore of your body every inch of your body of all of your bodies right so imagine that your physical body is overlaid with you know your emotional mental and spiritual bodies your astral bodies right so Breathe in the blue and the green energy until you are breathing out the blue green energy and it's an exchange. From your heart chamber, imagine this now is expanding out, 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 out until it is encompassing your blue green world. And with every breath, make every breath balanced. This is... A very important key make it balanced on the out breath and balanced on the in breath if you take 10 seconds to breathe out take 10 seconds to breathe in if you take three seconds to breathe out take three seconds to breathe in it doesn't matter how many seconds because remember you're now operating outside of time especially when you are being in the now which is what the fifth dimension is all about being one being timeless but make sure there's an even an equality to your breath and as you expand out expand out, 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 out little by little with every breath a little further a little further more until your breath is sustaining the whole planet and surrounds the planet with this blue green energy this is an energy of balance from your chakra standpoint. It's like your heart with your throat. It's you're giving voice to the love in your heart and passion through action. So keep doing that. And you, you now I'm seeing you guys are showing me like a, uh, some words that go with this. I want to make sure I get this right. So, please tell me slowly so I hear you. Okay, I'm hearing is it plu, a, ra, is it sha, it's sa, plu, a, ra, sa, plu, ah, ra, sa. Okay, but it's four words separate. And do you say them all at once? Do not. It's not like in breath, out breathing. Okay. So, plu a sa ra, plu a sa ra, a sa ra. Is that it? whoa he says do you feel the balance in your room i do it's like it totally shifted the energy it totally shifted it like i've chanted other things in here and this is like everything oh my god okay this is crazy okay say this again slowly and you close my eyes so i can concentrate better he says, saying plu a rasa, plu a rasa, to any situation in your life in which you need balance, balance will be achieved. So now you're saying, okay, my house, say I have too much dust on my floor, or I have a couple silverfish that are hanging out in the cracks in my bathroom, and I don't like them there. And I don't consider that harmonious and balanced. Does it matter what I think? Maybe it's just my own thoughts and I'm being speciesist <laughs> against those little those little bugs, <laughs> little buggers. <laughs> what, what do you say to that? He says, if it is meant to be in harmony and balance for the greater good, it will be. You cannot pick and choose what harmony balance means because you're connecting to the grid. Is it the healing grid? No, it's the grid of balance that is around your world. So everything is going to be in balance and harmony. According to that. But it's going to have a higher vibrational frequency of equality and comfort for everyone involved. He says, so maybe the bugs will stay there, but hidden, for example. Good. That's perfect. I looked up and there's one crawling on my ceiling right now. It's like, oh my God, are you kidding me? I do need to move. I feel like I need to move. Oh, he says, that's perfect. Okay. so. For example, say you want to have a more harmonious environment and you wish to move to a new place, a new location, whether it's a new country or a new house in the town you live in now. He says, don't worry, just keep saying, Plua And you're going to bring balance and harmony and peace And you're going to attract those situations to you that are going to give you the greatest amount of harmony, balance, and peace. Some of you might lose a job and gain a career. Some of you might make big money that is a counteracting balance when you've lost in the past or gave too much to others in the past it's going to even your accounts fair warning if you've been a bank robber (laughs) he's laughing because he knows none of you have been a bank robber but if you've been a bank robber then what he says well in that case the accounts will be balanced and you might lose a house or a car or a bunch of cars, depends on how well you were good, or how good you were as a bank robber, how well you did, he says, (laughs) but he's laughing, because he's like, I know, and when he said, I know, I saw um, a gray pyramid with white light coming out of it, and it's like a tabletop thing, is that in front of you? He says, yeah, this is one of the things we use to command our ships. So cool. It's like an isosceles triangle. Is it four-sided? He says, yeah, it's four-sided. And it's a square base. That is so cool. I can't believe I just saw. I had a flash of it in my, mind, in my mind's eye, that clairvoyant, um, <laughs> I guess it's clairvoyance in space if you want to go by that book we're reading on Saturdays. He says, yeah, it's, it's um, a communication device as well as a way in which we control our ships. Cool. Are you gonna give me a job and I can learn this? He says, absolutely. Any one of you who wants to learn, you're welcome aboard our ships. You have to pass a series of tests, but we're gonna open up classrooms for those of you who are interested. So some of you do wanna leave the planet and explore, and you're gonna go with us in our light ships now are they safe or is it going to be like a new situation every week like on Star Trek (laughs) because a lot of us are a little concerned about that okay me as a Virgo very concerned about that so can you talk about that (laughs) he says when you are aligned with harmony and balance and the spirituality of knowing the prime creator and knowing your oneness with others you're going to meet up with a lot less disharmony than you might suspect we also are excellent at cloaking our ships but we don't go through the territories in which there would be a problem and pretty much we are a federation and have things mapped out cool alright so is there like the delta quadrant and the gamma quadrant like on Star Trek Voyager he says not exactly. It's a lot different than what you would imagine, but it's well now he's giving me the word tesseract. I just looked this up the other day and I read the description. Still don't totally get it, but he says there's a lot of interdimensionality he says there's too much math involved right now. He doesn't want to get into it in this conversation which we don't have much time like to finish we have, like we have like 20 minutes if you want it right now. He says, oh good. I thought we had less time. No, we're fine. If you if you can do well, you know about our earth minutes, right? He says, of course. <laughs> uh, he says, 20 minutes. That's about how much time Happy Days was. <laughs> he says, with all those commercials, he's like laughing. Okay. Alright, so. <laughs> He says, "Okay, maybe 23 minutes. You know, give him a little bit of credit. Seven minutes of commercials and the intro and the outro music, right?" This is what he's showing me. They're like laughing. They're kind of laughing about it because. <laughs> okay, now in my mind's eye, they're like putting their hand, their thumbs out, and they're going, "Hey!" <laughs> they're doing the Fonzie thing. That's so great. <laughs> They're like we. They're like that was a great show. We actually liked it. <laughs> he says we've literally we've watched shows from all over, from Russia, from from Belgium, from France, from London. We love the Britcoms, and and from Ireland and Australia and New Zealand. They're hard to understand, right? He says, no, not to us. We, we get their accent. I'm like, good, because, you know, I, I don't always understand the New Zealand accent, but I absolutely love it. Absolutely. In love with us Aussie and, and the Kiwi accents. I just love it. It's hard to believe it's the same language. <laughs> so you do. He says, we have, like, what you would consider to be, like, implants or crystals that um, help us Oh, interesting. He says they gather the energy of the people when they hear the words because they do understand all the languages, but they gather the energy of the people through crystals that are placed on your skin. Is it adhered to your skin somehow? Is it underneath the skin? No. He says it's like kind of adhered on top. He's like for all intents and purposes, just call it tape, but it can be permanent or... Semi-permanent, like, lasting a year or something. And there's senses in, in their bodies, and they could sense. Um, he says sometimes they're just built into their suits because they can sense it naturally within them, but this just enhances and the vibration. And so what he's showing me is, like, when someone speaks, there's, like, lines of communication and sparks that come out of their aura and a whole host of colors and the crystals that they wear in their suits and sometimes attached to their skin will, they're like sensors and they can sense everything like the energy of what they're holding back the energy of what they're saying the energy of what they're feeling as well as thinking and so Okay, they're saying, consider Pleiadians were very much like Deanna, Troy, of the next generation where she was an empath and she understood what everyone was thinking, feeling, holding back when they weren't trustful. You know, Pleiadians have that ability with these enhancements, these like little crystals. And they're created in a lab and they're round and they're flat. But they have many facets to them. And so they can receive as well as conduct. But usually what they, he says, our communicators on our ship are people we call communicators. They wear more of them that are receivers. And so they can receive energy of what's going on. Like if one person is open-minded, but the rest of the people in the room are not, they can tell. And they know when to back off and when to, Proceed further, and that's another way in which they stay safe in space. Did I do that right? Muscle testing says yes. Yay. Cool. That is so fascinating. We always learn something cool and new when you guys come. So thank you for that. That's so cool. It's like, oh, it's our pleasure. We, we want you to know us as well as we hope and think and pray that we know you because we really think of you guys as our brothers. We want to land, get off the ships, and shake your hands and learn your ways and see all of your wonderful um, clothes and costumes and taste your foods and learn your dances and your phrases and your bad words and your good words and drink your beer and taste your wine and embrace all that you care to offer us. And we want to offer you everything about our world as well. We truly feel a kinship with you. With all of you. And we want to know all of you who want to know us want to have that exchange and in those humans that aren't so interested and they don't trust that's okay we don't want to force our ways on anyone that's not who we are we come with light and peace and joy and spirituality beyond what some of your people will be able to comprehend however if you're listening to this show pretty much you're going to be able to comprehend it <laughs> You are all in your own way. You are all way showers and light workers. Even if you don't believe it and you are still looking to others outside of yourself, you are special, especially if you're awakened now because you helped. You helped to anchor in to the fifth dimension because you were aware of it doesn't mean you have to have your own YouTube channel or your own um, series of books or radio show or whatever on it because every part to play is important and everyone is equal right we have a oneness with you and everybody is a piece of like a puzzle but if we say puzzle we know you're going to think of a flat paper puzzle um that's <laughs> He says it might have puppies or kittens or something that your grandma would do. That's not what we're talking about. If we think, think of like a Rubik's cube, but think of it as if it has 10,000 squares per side. And it's in maybe 10,000 dimensions at once in every direction. and say maybe there's 10,000 of those around your planet, and each one of you represents a little square, and all the Rubik's Cubes have to be, (laughs) and they've all been jumbled up, and they all have to be working together. And maybe when each side matches, then the whole Rubik's Cube can um, line up with all the other Rubik's Cubes around your planet, and this is, maybe a strange way of saying it, but everyone is a piece of a puzzle and, but all the puzzles and it's like, say every Rubik's cube that we're showing you, some of you are getting this in your mind and some of you might not get it right away, but we'll work with you if you ask us, but say each Rubik's cube is your soul tribe. So 10,000 times six, you know, and maybe each square might be one person or ten thousand new people you know it, it just depends on your ray or your soul tribe right so imagine a grid around the planet of the Rubik's Cubes and that's not really how it is but this is how we're seeing it right now to explain and express it to you and once the Rubik's Cubes the, the puzzle of that one is solved you're going to light up And it's going to be a big beam of light. And it's a positive radiance. Shining bright, the light of God. And then the next Rubik's Cube over, you're going to activate them. They'll activate you and you'll shine even brighter than before. And eventually all of the puzzles, all the people, all of the soul tribes and soul families, even if you are not in somebody else's soul tribe, Maybe your neighbor has a different soul family than you because they have a different purpose. Some people are light workers that deal with only the positive highest vibration. Some people are light warriors and they are not afraid to go into the shadow places to shine a light and force the beauty into the ugly until the ugly becomes beautiful. Some of you are there to work with old people. Some of you work with children. Some of you work with plants. And some of you are herbologists and you heal people. Some of you work with animals. There's a lot of different soul families. And all the soul families have to figure out their own puzzle. not all of them are going to get to meet each other in person or get to know one another but the energies are going to line up your energies are going to line align with other people that are like-minded like energies will attract like energies and you're going to start to feel in the next coming weeks and months a lot more whole a lot more harmonious, a lot more balanced. Plu a ra sa That's going to help you achieve that harmony and it will strike a chord inside of you and you're going to become more of who you are and your people are going to hear the sound on some level, they might not be conscious of it. But it's almost like you, when you start to vibrate and you're you're vibrating at a certain um, speed or light frequency. Light frequency is a more accurate description. You're going to attract other light frequencies and you might meet people that are similar to you. Or maybe they're looking for their own puzzle and they're, they're trying to figure it out that maybe you teach them Plua Rasa. And it's coming to them as well. Pretty soon everyone's going to understand who they are, where they belong. And now this gets a little more complicated because your puzzle isn't going to be a city of only people working with animals because there's animals all over the planet. You're not going to have a city of people working with only children because where are their parents? So, even though... You're going to line up energetically with all of the like-minded soul family, soul tribe members. You might only meet two or three people that have those energies that you have. And you're going to end up a part of your greater community where everybody knows their part. Everybody understands their purpose in time. This is going to happen. Everyone is going to work like Well, one of your phrases is well-oiled machine. And that's another puzzle. So you're going to find out where is your town, where's your state or city or country. You're going to discover whether you need to live in the mountains or at the beach or on a boat or on the plains. Are you going to have to brave the frozen tundras? (laughs) Or are you going to live in a place where it's hot and jungly? (laughs) You're going to learn all of that with the Plua Rasa. It's meant to align your vibration of your soul and activate the particles in your mind to vibrate at the same level as your soul and when your mind vibrates and then your heart vibrates maybe not in that order your heart might vibrate first but when you vibrate every individual cell starts to align and it activates your RNA and your DNA you're going to have energy for days to do your life purpose it will activate the mitochondria of your cells in a way in which it never did before. Pluarasa. Pluarasa. sa. You may say it fast. You may just say it out loud. You might write it on a paper and put it in your home so you could see it every day or maybe tape it to the dashboard of your car so you see it and and that energy is going to align all of the particles around you the other ultra dimensional frequencies everything is going to line up write it down write it in the colors blue and green your favorite pale blue or cobalt blue it doesn't matter because everyone has a different frequency and alignment to the different blues and the different greens Plu-a-rasa. and it doesn't matter if your favorite color is brown or purple or pink working with the blue and green energy is going to help you get to where you need to be you don't have to wear the colors if you don't like them. If you prefer to wear neutral colors or brown or, or pale pink or hot pink or red, that's okay. But when you work with this frequency, blue and green, blue is calming and green is healing. Both create balance in your life and in your world. And that's how your world is lined up to those colors in this way. We will bring more information to you as the days go on, as the coming weeks and months go by. We will come back again and we will never stop. We are promising. I'm like double checking. I'm like doing muscle testing. You said promise, right? This is a promise. <laughs> we are Men and women, brothers and sisters of our word, we are promising that we are here to help your world become better. We're helping your lights, your soul lights, your heart lights to shine brighter. We are here to help you. in every possible way that we can, in every capacity that we are allowed. Some lessons you need to learn on your own, but we can help you give you meditations that will help align you with your own personal truth that is in alignment with the prime creator and the eternal truths. We wish to offer you our light that we have developed over tens of thousands of years as the Pleiadian race we have put our energy all over your planet already when you start to align with your soul and your inner truth you're going to start lining up to the Pleiadian grid that is around the planet It's only going to be activated. Is it activated now? He says no. It's only going to be activated when enough people start to align to their inner truth. Because it's not just, it's not a Pleiadian grid. We call it the Pleiadian grid because we're the ones that put it there. But it's more of a truth grid. It's not, um, you're not going to align to our truth or to our world. It's going to help you align to your own inner truth so for that you might want to call it the inner truth grid we put it in place a long long time ago Lemuria, Mu, Atlantis, Easter Island the pyramids, ancient Greece Mesopotamia, Babylon we put energetic patterns in the earth that will start to light up on an energetic level you might not see it with your physical eyes but if you could sense it clairvoyantly you will notice it's there and it's going to help to lift the planet's vibration awaken the sleeping ones and lift your own vibrations up 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 until you are 100% in integrity with the soul truth of you your inner truth that is the truth of your soul that is our are the grandest gift that we can give to you and everyone has a maybe a slightly different soul truth but the one truth from prime creator is the big one and that's what we aligned you to we aligned your planet to it so hopefully you accept this gift from us we love you we love you so much from the bottom of our hearts to yours. We wish you peace. We wish you beauty. We wish you truth and the inner vision and clarity to see who you truly are. We are Michael Sherhan of Ashtar Command and I'm here with Kira you're saying she's like your lieutenant commander okay yeah alright lieutenant commander Kira and he says um, with the God in us we see the God in you we bow to that and we offer you blessings and we thank you for your time tonight remember Plua Rasa is going to help you in every area of your life from career to relationships to understanding your own personal truth and who you are we love you we promise we'll be back and now he's like bowing I'm bowing to him he says namaste he loves that he loves that phrase he's saying so he's like namaste namaste all right, love you guys so much. Thank you for coming. He says, "Well, thank you for having us." All right. He says, "We'll be back." All right, guys. That's it. We're running out of time. I love each and every one of you as well. I hope that this was a good channeling for you and that you got something good out of it. I know I'm gonna go right. I'm gonna go do some art with this. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Remember, please, to send your ghost stories in for metaphysical ghost speak. Send them to metaphysicalsoulspeak at gmail.com. All right. We are going to read the ghost stories on the air for Halloween. (laughs) I want to start a tradition and that's it. Anytime you've seen a spirit or had any kind of haunting, whether it was scary or funny or strange or enlightening or filled with love like the story about my father, anything about being visited from beyond the grave <laughs> from spirits. I want to hear it. And I think everyone else does too. All right. Um, so remember you only have about nine days to get it in. All right. <laughs> I love each and every one of you. Thank you for Liking, subscribing, and telling all your Facebook groups about the show. I see it working, and I wanted to thank you in advance. If you haven't done it, and if you already have, thank you. All right. Um, That's it for now. I'm going to sign off (laughs) with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys. Peace. Do you ever wish you could look into the next chapter in your book of life and see what's coming next what does the universe have in store for you I can help you with that I will give you a Celtic cross reading which is ten cards or you can ask me three questions and I use three cards per question so that's nine cards, or I can channel your higher guidance, or maybe God directly for you. Maybe you want to talk to your dear departed Aunt Edna, because maybe you have a few questions and she was the smartest person you knew. If your deceased relatives are available or your ascended masters I can channel them for you personally let me have one hour to show you the future in your next chapter of your book of life readings are $75 and it takes me an hour to an hour and a half to complete And for this price, you will also be hooked up to the healing grid around the planet for free, which means yours truly, me, I will be giving you Reiki 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the rest of your life. All you have to do is let me know, metaphysicalsoulspeak at gmail.com, and we will explore your future together.